Dirty poo. I need one of those. I need the I need the pink one. Bad lot pure rock. Sorry, oh, sorry. Just hit the mic, man. Good lord, amateur hour. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> JP and Nate, guys, in the studio late night on a Saturday. Hope you guys are having a great weekend. Watching a lot of tennis. I mean, it feels like Wimbledon just got over, and we're rolling into the U.S. hardcourt swing. Don't know why we have clay court events going on the tour right now. Doesn't make sense to me. I don't no, get it. No, I don't get it. And there's a lot of good players playing. Yeah, it. why do you go right to clay courts? We've why? already done the clay courts. We already did clay court season. You should just stick with grass court. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Just like, don't do yeah, anymore. The, the tour needs to make up its mind. I don't want. It's cool that you're trying to give guys choices that are better on different surfaces to whatever. But it's like, stick with the grass or go to hard courts. Why? We, like, I don't yeah, want to the, the South American swing is all clay. Just it, stay, already, like, yeah. Just do. We got like, it pack, clay. Put Gestad and Nordia. Where was that? That was Switzerland. Give us that's no, gotta, that, Switzerland's good. Move those to Cincinnati in twenty twenty six or whatever, twenty twenty five. Yeah. Give us one of those two fifty events. I guess we'll be happy with the two fifty events. I'll take a two fifty event. Give us a two fifty event. I totally would. Because I, I want you know why? Because I want to see stories like Alex Mickelson happy in, happen in Cincinnati. That would be good. Alex Mickelson. Yeah, that'd be great. Eighteen year old star. You should take victory lap. I gotta take a little victory lap. A couple pods ago, guys, I called it that I said I'm a hot take that Alex Mickelson would be a top 100 player within the next, I don't even know what I said, two weeks. But I said he's going to be a top 10 player eventually in the next two years. And I said he will not go to college. He was 250 two weeks ago before Chicago Challenger started. Goes on to win an impressive title, taking out, I mean, an impressive slew of names. Kenny Shikori, Jerry Shang, uh, Alexander Kovacevic. And then this week, goes straight to his first 250 event in Newport, Rhode Island on the grass court event and looks impressive from the jump. I mean, with little time off between his final, um, where actually he played two matches on the same day, he goes to Rhode Island, play, I believe his first match was on Tuesday, takes out Maxime Cressy, 6-7-6-4-6-7-5, then takes out Duckworth, then he takes out Mackenzie McDonald, who's his first top uh, 60 win. Uh, McDonald was, uh, whatever, 59, 3-3. Three and three. Takes out Isner the other day, or today, sorry, seven six six four, and gets into his first final out of two fifty against Adrian against Man- Manorino. Manorino. Yeah, what like winnable, is going winnable, on? Winnable. So this it's a winnable match. I mean, obviously, I mean, Manorino is going to be nasty. And yeah, and he would rather play Ugo Umber, who is who Manorino took out. Just not quite as tricky. But either one of those guys, you know, both are the lefties and not. I mean, solid players. But it's like he has a chance to win. I would, I didn't check what the odds were. I looked the other like a couple hours ago and I couldn't find them. But it's like. This kid was 250 two weeks ago. Now he's one in the. You look at his ranking. It says like 150 something. Live ranking one in the 130s. He wins tomorrow. He's gonna be like 120. How many points? So he'll get 250 points. I mean, how many points does it take to to move down in from where he is? Because I just feel like, I mean, how crazy would it be if he just completely destroys Manorino? Then it's like like that's not even my ceiling. Like, it's. I mean, if he can just blow out Manorino, to, like that would just. Could you see that happening? I mean, if it does, then it's, it's like he's unbeatable. So he's like a, he's coming on strong. Like we need someone like that though. He's got to come out of some. Someone's got to do it at he, some point. But he's gonna break. Like he's already broken through to an extent that I think he didn't think was possible to happen this quickly. I just can't believe how comfortable. Like for how big he is, he's not like a. Typical American player, I would say, like where he's just going to ground and pound, just try to tee off on balls from the baseline. Um, 
like I would say, like a Taylor Fritz guy would like, like every it, American, every American, really, honestly. So it's like he's not like he's grooves the strokes. His backhand, so he's a natural lefty. You watch him throw the ball into the crowd if he won against Isner today. Chucks the ball into the crowd left-handed. You watch, he's, he was practicing his golf swing when we were with him in Chicago, left-handed. It's like so the backhand so has always been his best stroke. He was saying. So balanced on it, yeah. gets the wrist on the outside of the ball so easily. He looks like he runs just like his like. His he's body. fluid. He knows yeah. what his body's. He knows what his body's gonna. It's, ca- it's crazy. Cause it, it, it's contr- because he got right hand and left hand. And he's just- he's just gets oh my god his back and his beauty and then the forehand now has come so like just since I've watched him over the last year, his forehand has come so far. He's just so in control of that forehand now. What was the one where he beat Jack Sock that we were watching? That was Cleveland Challenger. That was Cleveland Challenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great match. That was, that, a, that was impressive. I mean, he's he plays within himself, doesn't go for too much, plays smart. His serve is very reliable, a weapon that m- most of the points. And 18 years old, you know he's just going to get bigger from that standpoint. On return, he's just sticking the ball, playing smart, hitting two-shot passes, not trying to hit pass on the first ball, making guys like even John Isner and Mackenzie McDonald's who are yeah. nice at the net, making those guys hit the first, like, and then just going just right after him. and winners past them. And, and, I mean, on the, yeah, and it's just he's got a gr- great feel for the game. He's got a just he moves well for his height. They lift they li- they list him at six four. There's just no. I think he's six six. I, so you don't you don't think he could just come in there and just take one to Manorino? Manorino, no, he like could. A grass I'm not saying no. He could. He could for sure. Manorino's just a tricky, good weird player. He's crafty. He's a veteran. He's gonna know how to make Mickelson uncomfortable. Yeah. But no, Mickelson for sure could like for sure could win. I just don't. I would like to see what those odds are. Um, we'll look at that before the show. And um, I'll look it up. And, <laughs> yeah. So. I just think this is the story of the week for me. Mickelson is an American that I think has the potential. Like, I mean, I was, I mean, top 10 is not like, I think you look at a guy like him and Ben Shelton and Corda and Fritz. It's like, whose ceiling do I think I could believe in at that on the big stage? I think Mickelson has the, the mentality and just the creativity off the ground. He's just, he's going to add more firepower. And I think this is the guy that I like kind of start to believe in is could be, our next hope to win a Grand Slam. Uh, I feel like that's people think that's crazy, but it's just he his level. I mean, he just lost to Eubanks, tough third set, tough three sets, taking out guys like Vukic or I mean, he just has some solid wins. Are he top 100, 18 years old again? That's enough on Alex Mickelson. But no, it's not. It's, I think it's, we should it, talk. About it. I think we should just keep talking about it. Just keep talking about Mickelson. Because you know, like, I could go we, on. A, we just need we need someone that like. Come in from, <laughs> I love it. He's, the U.S. I feel like, like I'm like people are gonna be like, dude. Shh, we like, need an 18 year old. It's like this on is fire. What, we on. haven't had a kid that was 18 that I that I personally believed in. Yeah, in a long time. Like when you said it, and I love to go. I gave yeah. the 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 button because it's just like you're like top 10. I'm going out on the limb, but then when I'm watching him beat Jack Sock, Mackenzie McDonald, John Isner, it's just the way, and it's the way he's doing. He's got nine straight wins on the tour. All the Americans, all the Americans. Cressy, like like, Cressy is not like in the fifties guy. For a guy, Cressy, like to play against a guy that's going to serve that well on grass, come to the net and just put pressure on you constantly. To just be able to carve him up like that, I mean, it was obviously a great three set match that was tough, but it's like he produced chances against a guy like Cressy, which is you'd think have the edge. Just with he's beating the Americans, but it's like. All of, I mean, McDonald's a good win on grass, a really good win. That's a great win, but I'm just saying, like, there's like, if he could get like, when was it? this? Is a like ridiculous, a hard quote, but like, when did Alcaraz get his first win over like top twenty, eighteen? Probably eighteen. So, yeah, I would say eighteen. He's kind of yeah. like it, not, maybe Two not Alcaraz, now. but like if we want a, like a cha- like a legit challenger, yep, like he's got to do it. 
Yep. Like, no, he doesn't. Put, put him on the freaking North he's, American squad, Macker. The kid's humble. I think that's what attra- is just most attractive for me is like he's just a humble, all around, just good dude. I don't know. He's just easy to root for. And he just, he seems within like the, when he, when he won Chicago, you listen to him get interviewed by Mike Cation. Great interview, guys. Check that out on their podcast, um, Behind the Racket. And it just, he just sounds so comfortable in the spotlight winning he just doesn't look at it as being too big of a deal you know he's just got a lot of work to do it's a long career ahead of him and he's just ready to kind of start his journey playing professional tennis he's like not that hyped that he wants chicago and he goes into uh, newport he's, he's got two best back-to-back weeks of his life of tennis um in consecutive weekends in the, on this american hardcore swing it's a pretty incredible story guys you guys got to tune into this guy for the rest of the hardcore series he should play atlanta uh, i would have Imagine if he does well in Atlanta, he gets a wild card into City Open. Um, and if he does that, I mean, Cincinnati's got to be next. I just wonder how much gas he has left in those legs if he does all those events. I wouldn't be surprised. It's like, I was thinking about this. This is probably like me being crazy, but it's like, what if he's... Take it off. What if he takes off Atlanta Yeah. and decides to play Kalamazoo and try to win Kalamazoo and get his automatic bid to the U.S. Open main draw through winning that and then t- comes to Cincinnati? And plays that first. You said he's played two finals in a row, the challenger. It's like 10 matches in like, I don't know, 12 days, something crazy. Right. Always like ending on someone that's tough. Exactly. Like Ishioko is tough. And And then like John or Manorino is going to be tough. Yeah, it's not going to be a quick match. I I mean, I just don't see that happening. I could be wrong. I think it's going to be a three set match. And I think he's. The fact that I'm I'm saying that already, that it's going to be a three set match with Manorino on a grass court final of 250, it's pretty crazy. That'd be crazy. Um, we need that. But no, I think if he played, like, I would love to see him in Cincinnati. I would love to see him in Cincinnati you, and love to be on the, the American or the North American squad. Like you were talking about adding people onto there, the last two people. Just that's like, a, that, stick that's, that, just stick him in there as like a, just give him experience playing at another higher level. No, topic two that we got. It doesn't really matter. So Labor Cup already has four guys decided that will be on the team. Fritz, Felix, Tiafo. And Kyrgios, those four guys are confirmed Labor Cup members for Team World. They've got two more guys to pick. Me and JP were talking about this before the podcast started, and I said, for me, it is between Tommy. You said Eubanks. I thought that was a great addition. I think you got to put Eubanks in there now, who I didn't have on there before. Jerry and Serendolo. And if I'm and I saw, so they put up like. Instagram post Jack Sock puts a comment he's like I think I have a pretty good track record I'm like dude you're playing pickleball bro <laughs> I saw that Jack stick to F and pickleball the, the man comments. gosh darn it hey though Jack Sock talking on your on the page on the Labor Cup page yeah. no but Labor Cup's content's fire those guys did yeah. they've done like where their account has come from and they just last Federer's last hurrah they put a uh, anyway but I mean, he, then Tommy Paul puts an emoji for, like he thinks he deserves to be on it that's another reason why you gotta put in Mickelson though he beat Jack Sock. Jack Sock. I mean, this is a like, just just <laughs> supplant the dude that beat Jack Sock. So, so who do you t- who are you taking on Team World? If with Patrick McEnroe having to make that decision, you think he takes? Who I mean, do you think he takes? My favorite Americans are Tommy Paul, Eubanks, and Mickelson. You think he takes two Americans, or you think he takes? J- he like should Nico he's, Jerry. He's American, so he's not. Gonna, that's. I mean, like Jerry. Jerry's often having a great right. year, but like no. I I just Tommy's better. I'm just thinking like we got all the serve bot guys. I mean Jerry's not really serve bot though, but it's just Jerry's a big. Serve he's got now. a big serve. Bomb serve. You get 
Fritz with a big Sarandolo or no? Curios with a big See, we're not, it's like we don't have a They're grinder. not going to play Labor Cup on, we need a on red clay. So, I, Sarandolo, I mean, Sarandolo, I know he's solid on hard courts, but. Yeah. Mickelson would be like you said. He's like not your. You're, you're like dead serious. Bomb. You're just, dead. I think it would be dude, awesome. Give him all that experience. Give him all that experience. Give him all that. So you're experience. more on it as far as yeah. No, it won't happen. But if it's not okay, so if it's not him, then Tommy Paul or Chris Eubanks. No, I love that you're saying Mickelson. Just put him on there just, just to get him like just reps him, playing like, against the top yeah, level. Reps at the top level. Right. There's Let no way they do that Cal- though. No, no. There's no way. I mean, when did they put? I mean, they put Agassi in there and they put McEnroe when he was young. In if there. he wins this, okay. If he wins, if you're a good if he wins, captain, if he wins, you know who your best talent is in the whole country. I if know he wins North America, what if he does? What if he wins Newport and does a little bit of damage in Atlanta, in a little bit of damage in Cincinnati, wins a couple rounds? Do you you got to put him on there? Now you have to. Now you got to put him on there. Yeah, man, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Maybe we're not. <laughs> I mean, he's. I mean, he's making a final. Nicholson's a bad man. He's got to. He's got to beat some like top twenty guys. Give, the, the only way you can do that is get him in. And the doll went in there early. Played on the Labor Cup. It's, it's true. All right, for, for Labor Cup, last two guys. Give me Chris Eubanks. You talked me into that. Got to. Got to say you did. I mean, I'll, I agree. And then give me Tommy. Yeah, give me the two Americans. But Jer. I mean, I wouldn't be pissed if Jerry went in there. No, nah, me either. He but didn't. who's he taking out? No, get Tommy Too in there. Too many serve bots. Yeah, get Tommy in there. Get Eubanks in there. Yeah. Let me see the one-hander from Eubanks. You know Eubanks would bring the like bring the energy, bring the fun. Now, but Labor Cup's going to be awesome. Always is. Sixth edition this year. Vancouver. Can't wait. In September. I think it's September 23rd-ish. But, uh, all right. Do need to take a break. I got I to use the restroom. Be right back. We're back. We got to finish up with some Cincinnati Metropolitan tournament talk, guys. This is we're from Cincinnati. It's a, used to be the best tournament in our city. Used to get a uh, used to get a like an automatic bid into the qualifying Qualifiers. rounds. Yeah, yeah, at and, Western and Southern. Yeah. So yeah, used to get auto bid. And people came out of and it. people yeah yeah. And but now the level has dropped off to a level where it's like it's just not the same. But I mean, I, it's been revived to 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 an extent. We got. We need. We need sixty-four people in that draw. Sixty-eight. Next I'm sorry, year. Sixty-eight. Yeah. Next and year we're gonna get it. Yeah. We got it. Then we get to one twenty, and it should be like a two-week of. It should be like There's a, forty-nine this year. And they can't do. So first off, we can't do a full third set. All right. I don't want to see any more full third sets. Oh, that was rough. It was too hot. Maybe in the final hot. you do that. Maybe, but the rest of the tournament, I don't know why you're putting dudes through that that are like. Dude, I was out it's there for two hours and 15 minutes at 90 degrees. Bartek was out there for three hours and 40 minutes. It's like exactly just to just lose. Just to lose. Dude, they played an hour and 40 <sighs> minute first set. I'm like, yeah. you cannot expect these. Full deuce scoring. Yeah, what? Like, <sighs> you mean, yeah. So, play, so exactly. So, from now. Enjoy the heat. My thought on. <laughs> <laughs> the dust. Enjoy, my thought enjoy. on all tournaments. At, at If you're not playing on the tour, I want to see all best two out of three. Third set is a super tiebreaker, no edge scoring. Yes. All right. Let's. So I don't want to see any more of this time stuff at Interclub. Yeah, I hate that. All right. I don't want to see rid that. of that. It's Play, terrible. It's so. It ruins the game. It does. It ruins the game. I don't want to bring in shot clock. Tennis in. is never supposed to have a clock on. the on I the hate game. it. And then I, people get good at it too. They'll start gaming, it and then it's like this weird head game with the clock. Oh, I hate it. And then you're playing these goofy tiebreakers. That's goofy. That USTA just has some of the <clears throat> most whack job rules. You have to agree first. Like, oh, hey, I know we've been fighting for the last hour. Like, so are we cool that I'm ahead now? And like the minute clock. Oh, I just won. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? It's not tennis. This is why I'm not. I, I, I don't like Interclub. I honestly don't like it that much. I don't know a lot of people that do. It's but it's so, like, it's the only option. It's the only option. Yeah. And it's so lame. It's rough. It is. Like, I, it was cool to win a title last year, but it's just like. Yeah. 
it's at the same time it's just the like, amount of crap that you have to go through yeah, to just, get a title and people bitching about their number and, and you complaining gotta play about your number yeah oh, you're you're playing too hot you're too low but now they, you're too like now you're winning dude, stuff drives me nuts and then you got guys I, I gotta say Derek Damon if you're listening to the podcast I'm sorry bro I don't think you're listening but <laughs> he, should. I, he, I, he is listening <laughs> I'm just dude I'm never gonna forget that this dude shows up we got a 10 a.m. match this dude shows up at 10 o'clock Soggy half asleep and he's like, man, why do we got to play so early? I'm not a morning person. I always play like shit this early. I was, dude, I'm like, Get man, banana. This, Get is, your th- banana. this is interclub tennis, man. I love it. People bitching about playing at 10 a.m. I'm, I'm like, dude, I'm the one that's mad that playing at 1 a.m. missing Bengals kickoff. I'm like, oh, yeah. it was so funny. Yeah. I'm like, we got guys don't even want to show up. I'm like, what are we doing? This is, this is turning into... It's rough. It's rough. So the 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 Met is sort of a derivative of it, but like it could be better. <laughs> the Met could the be Met could be better, Met, dude. The Met was better. The Met was one of the one of my childhood favorite memories. Like you know, just going to that tournament, the level was incredible. Bunch of high D one guys, guys that like I don't know. I mean, I only remember like I mean, uh, Jimmy Rebker, uh, Doug Matthews when he was young, he was playing at a good level. Um, used to hit with all the guys at the tour, like Roger, Ralph, all those guys. Um, yeah, the wolf. I mean, all these unreal players yeah, up there. Because the purse is and they big. They're battling. You get a big payday. Yeah. Like Angela Wilson was up there grinding. Angela Wilson's grinding. No, but she's grinding tomorrow. Yes, yeah, she is. I'm excited to play dubs and mixed dubs though next week. Yeah, me too. Guys, let us know where you guys are playing this summer. What kind of events you guys enter? What you guys think of Interclub? What you guys think of like? How do you guys get your tennis in? Um, are you guys finding a one-off? You guys got a, that one hitting partner, homie? Do you guys got a mixed group? Are you in leagues? Practice? I want to know how you guys are playing tennis, indoors, outdoors. Just talk to us on Pure Tennis Podcast. Uh, you guys can also send us a message on, um, what else are we on? Your DM. Twitter. DM on Twitter. The, DM threads. the Instagram. DM the Instagram, Twitter, threads. But that's all I got for today's episode. Oh. You want to sell some gear? I do got one. We yes. got to sell, yeah, 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 yeah. sell gear. So did have, did have some some fun conversations with the guys out at the last couple of tournaments. Uh, the college events, as well as the Chicago Challenger. And I will say, guys, the new Barricade has gotten great reviews. It is lighter, more breathable, more flexible. It's not as much, not nearly as much of a break-in time when you get it out of the box. So I would highly recommend you guys check that out. Also, I had a few friends give me more feedback on the Adidas Cybersonic. I think this is a free Adidas promo. But that Adidas Cybersonic, it's a top-dollar shoe, but it is a top dollar performance shoe and it feels like it light flex just like that's how i like my shoes i like them to feel like snug to my foot i can feel but compared to the barricade which is more like a tank the the cybersonic you feel the court more under your feet so if you like if you're someone that likes to kind of feel your um way on the court more instead of just kind of trust it as far as like protecting your foot definitely go into the the cybersonic or the ubersonic um more of just like a plush uh Flex fit compared to the barricade, which is a little bit more rigid. Um, as far as rackets goes, I would say whew, that new. There's a little, just a little sneak preview. I did get to hit the new Yonix Precept, which is going to be replacing the V Core Pro. What? Pretty cool stuff. That's new. Cool colorway. Getting rid of the V Core, the spin. V Core Pro is the out. The old Pro. Purple and green one is out. Okay. So if I had a hunch, I got. T- I'm, I think they're going to go with Tiafo as the face. And mm, people love the V Corp. I'm guessing Shelton. 
is who they go with, Shelton and Tiafo. That'd be good. Maybe they go with Hercotch, but I just don't feel like Hercotch has that global pool. It doesn't look have like he doesn't have the face that distinguishes him. Yeah, V Corp Pro is way heavier than the spin, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yonex is that's how you do it. All we need is three different rackets, three different silos, and have different modifications based off those E Zone V Corp precept. The, the uh, what am I calling? It? I call it the precept. It's called the percept. Sorry, P E R C E F. It's a golf ball. <laughs> I got that mixed up with the golf ball. Sorry, it's the percept, guys. I'm sorry, it's late. But uh, <laughs> no, Bablot, same way. Strike, arrow, the drive. And it's just like, that's all. just go three and then let the modifications kind of do their work. Don't give me like Head and Wilson. Every single like What weight. are we doing? Give me like seven or eight rackets to know what the hell like the, all the differences are. I mean, you couldn't even try them all if you wanted what? to. I'm just like, like yeah, like, and technifier, I like it. Stay, just keep it simple and keep it tidy. Did the gravity like the did we were gonna hit the new gravities? That's still coming up on a future podcast. My we're, last, we're gonna rate them. My last, so if I had to rate the top three head rackets and top, yeah, I'll do the top three head rackets because they have eight. But give me that extreme number one. Give yeah. me the radical number two. And give me the extreme one radical two. Give me that three. This is a tough one for me. I hate the. I'm not a gravity I'm guy. Opposite already. I'm not a prestige guy. I'm not. Speed. Give me the speed. I'm yeah, going, give me the speed. I'm going gravity, radical, and speed. All right. Facts. I mean, whatever. But like, <laughs> that's all I got. Like, that's, like, that's your gear talk for the day. No, presented also, by Tennis Point. I get. I also was checking out the Dell Resolution Nines. Finally, the yeah. colorways are still like. On the Joe Res nines, yeah, oh, they're beautiful. They're insane. They're beautiful. And Those they're white and navy pair, white and navy yellow, pairs, sick. beautiful. Oh, dude. Joe Res nines. I got the clay quartz. About to get the hard quartz. I'm also gonna get the Mizuno and Force Tours, guys. Those are freaking legit. Mizuno's on the yeah, and then also these new Lacoste shoes. Daniil Medvedev's new shoe is the finally Lacoste got their together, put together. I mean. Together. And they put together a freaking shoe that I can wear. Yeah. That last shoe that they made Daniel wear, it's no Looked wonder like that a golf shoe. if Daniel's level dropped off, it's because of that shoe that they had, had him wearing. That Looked thing like is an Adidas abomination golf. of a shoe, it's dude. Abomination. Dude, what is that thing? A Lacoste, take it back. Yeah, that shoe. I'm just kidding. It's a great shoe. I mean, it's like clearly his style, though. <laughs> it is. Like, it was like, like the uh, ugly. He, dude, he, he did that at the U.S. Open with those shoes on. I'm like, what? How, How did you do that? <laughs> How? See, stop, just stop. No, but guys, the new age, I guess they're called the AGLT 23s. I think these are the 24s now. Check out these shoes. Beautiful shoe. This nice neon yellow colorway will let you cross the street safely. And that's all I got. That's all I got. Appreciate y'all listening. Yeah, I won a set in ping pong. Peace.